Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hi, I'm Jackie Cation, and you're listening to The Dork Forest. You've done it. You've chosen wisely. Uh, the website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. Uh, JackieCation.com has everything, right? This podcast uh, links to my other podcast, links to my calendar for when stand-up comedy happens again, uh, links to the merch if you want a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. If you want any of my stand-up uh, merchandise, there's a bunch of new merch over there. There's uh, the old pins. There's new. There's a new challenge coin. There's a bunch of t-shirts. There's CDs. There's my DVD. And uh, there's some video. And there's more of the information that you could deal with. Also, so that's on the that's on JackieCation.com. And there's a link on, of course, dorkforest.com to the merch page. Uh, the other thing you could do is you go to iTunes and review the show. That's always something that's supposed to help. Hi. You might be listening to the show on Pandora or Spotify or Amazon or Stitcher or some other place. Anyway, you might be just listening to it at dorkforest.com, which will also have the videos. As long as we're in COVID, as long as we're in quarantine, I am doing Zoom. I'm doing this show as also a video show. So you can go to the YouTube page and get a bunch of that. That also has a bunch of my stand-up clips on it as well. Let's do the credits. Hey, Mike Rickberg wrote and composed that song that you just heard, and he sang it with his wife, Sarah. He will sing at the end of the program uh, his words to the Mexican hat dance. Very glamorous. Uh, Patrick Brady fixes the audio, the video. He does everything, and he really kind of keeps me sane. Loving Patrick uh, Brady, especially uh, in these days. And then uh, Vilmos uh, keeps uh, JackieCation.com rocking and rolling, as the kids say. There are several ways to support the show. I've already mentioned reviewing the show on iTunes. Uh, you could also you could also just tell people that you love the show. That's always something. You could repost it if it's a particular episode you enjoy. You could join the Ranger page on Facebook if you like. That's just a bunch of people who love the show, and they can riff on each other and, and, and talk about the show and dorky things that they love themselves. My Twitter, Instagram, and all things Snapchat at Jackie Cation. If you ever want to get in touch with me, it's Jackie at JackieCation.com. That's my email address. And uh, if you want to donate, you can just give me money, quite honestly. You can PayPal me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, or use the button on JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com, and it comes directly to me. I will use it, in this case, enormously wisely on things like shelter and food uh, until I'm on the road again. And then, uh, and I appreciate whatever you could send. If you want to make it monthly, if you do monthly things, you can make the PayPal thing monthly. You can also, if you don't like PayPal, you could pay me by Venmo. My Venmo is just my name, Jackie hyphen Cation, and then a picture of me windswept, I believe. Uh, other than that, um, yeah. Oh, Bandcamp. You, if you've run out of episodes to watch and would like more, there are live episodes on banddorkforest.bandcamp.com. And there's uh, a bunch of episodes. There's 200 episodes before I started pre-recording. The best 17 of the horrible audio that they were are on Bandcamp. So you can listen to those for free. There's a bunch of uh, live ones that are like two bucks a piece because they cost me some money to produce. So I charge you a couple of bucks. There's also a storytelling album if you like that. So much info. Let's get into the show. 
Hi, I'm Jackie Cashin. I'm in my garage. It's exciting. Uh, I just did your show. You have a, a, a live stream version of a show, and now uh, she's coming on my show to do my show, and it's Sophia Zolan. Is that correct? Yes, I yes. Guess. Good for me. I asked, and then I remembered. <laughs> you <me>. did. <laughs> also, that's technically, it's my stage name. So oh. it's so funny because my real last name is very Greek. It's Ansolatos. 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 Poli. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's all <laughs> I know. And where did I learn that? A Harlequin oh. romance in high school. Oh, wait, uh, what? Yeah, there's Which, that sentence is a non sequitur. It doesn't make any sense uh, because a Harlequin romance in high school. I used to essentially travel by reading books set in different places, and one of them was set in Greece. Oh. And turns out a person fell in love with a, a, a Greek man. Mm, I mean, yeah. don't blame them. <laughs> They're very <laughs> handsome, handsome bunch. <laughs> right, right. They're, it's all working out. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, but that, but that is literally the only thing I know. And I went to Greece. So, really? Uh, yeah. Wait, so wait, yeah. wait, it's Efkaristo. And what was the other thing you said? Poli. Poli, yeah. Okay. Yeah, poli. yeah, that's yeah. great to know when you're in Greece. <laughs> yeah, that's, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, cool. That's all you really need to know. Oh, good. How <laughs> polite of you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. She's and, a good uh, one. She's one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, um, so you are uh, Sophia Zolan, and this, you have the shout out on live stream. And all of this can be found on sophiazolan.com, right? Yes, and which on my Instagram, linked. yeah, and yeah, Instagram, yeah. which is also Sophia L- uh, Zalon, and the um, yeah. So it is uh, exciting. We talked about mantras, and now I asked for like five topics, five things you dork out about, <laughs> and uh, you picked. You know what? I th- I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch up on you because we're recording this in October. It's not gonna air until November, but I say as the holidays begin in this time these troubled times, mm-hmm. um, make it the favorite holiday of your life. And if some people freaking love Halloween and horror movies, and this one right here, Sophia's one enjoying uh, Halloween. Are you wearing a Halloween shirt? This is oh. uh, from Beetlejuice. Oh God. I've never seen Beetlejuice. <gasps> what? I know. I know. You would have thought it would have been age. Pr- I was, I was the perfect age to see Beetlejuice. Oh but my I, God. Yeah. And I understand. Since, like, you've let all these Halloweens go by and not watch Beetlejuice. Have you ever seen uh, Don Knotts's uh, chicken movie? The ghost of chicken, the chicken ghost. Movie? No, <laughs> anyway, it's black and white. It's from the sixties. It's uh, it's, occasionally surprise i genuinely scary movies uh successfully scare me mm. so i try not to watch them <laughs> but, but i would say beetlejuice is very scary it's like more no, hilarious it's, oh, right it's I supposed see. to be funny right yeah but i i don't know i just missed it i never saw the yeah. lost boys there's several oh, movies wow. which is a vampire yeah. movie and that's yeah, yeah. kind of scary but do yeah. you like do you like do you like them all do you like funny scary movies and and scary scary movies and Bloody yeah, ones like, and tension filled. What are your horror movies of choice? So I will say, well, first off, I will say like when it comes to like just Halloween stuff, I like most of my favorite movies are not scary, but like that sort of camp. Like I love Beetlejuice. I love Death Becomes Her. I love Adam's Family. All of those <laughs> like just even like old Tim Burton stuff is like very much my jam. Did you ever but, see High Spirits? No, oh wait. It's I'm with ghosts. Down. It's with it's uh it's about it's with Peter O'Toole plays he clearly owed taxes. Uh because it's <laughs> Steve Gutenberg, Daryl Hannah, um and Beverly D'Angelo. 
And then Liam Neeson has the best small bit part. He makes the movie. Liam oh, Neeson. yes. I'm putting and this so, down because I'm always spirits. looking. That I've seen 26 times because I worked. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. And um, uh, that's so wait, is it scary or is it funny? Like same, same genre? It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be funny. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But there's there's some pretty good there's some pretty good I melting could... face business that yes. happens. Yes. Yes. So there's that. So yes. So which but, uh, uh, what's better? Uh, Death becomes her. What is that one? Oh, you haven't seen Death Be- Oh my gosh, I need you to watch all these movies. <laughs> this is another one with uh, Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. I, I wish I had. I have like all this like art stuff nearby me that I want to grab. But I over quarantine, I painted. Um, yeah, Goldie Hawn and then Meryl Streep. And it was kind of an ongoing joke because the first version of it was so bad, but then I kind of fixed it. So I was very proud of myself. Well but, done. Uh, it's about, um, they're kind of rivals. They used to be best friends. And then uh, Meryl Streep stole Goldie Hawn's husband and was like this actress, like all the success. And then uh, she kind of like got overweight and really like let herself go and kind of found this magical potion that gave her everlasting life. And also made her very young and beautiful. And oh. then Meryl Streep finds out about it and she gets it too. But then there's like the catch that they're like decaying. And like, it's just, it's really funny. And okay. they and actually I, got an Oscar for special effects because like back then they did like amazing special effects. Okay. That's, yes. well, that's, um, that sounds great. Yes. Uh, that sounds exactly up my Halloween alley. Quite yes. honestly, I just watched Practical Magic for the first oh, time yes, last yes. year, and that was adorable. That yeah, was lovely. That, yeah, that's like a very cute witch movie. Like I, I love that's the craft, but if you want like a more wholesome feeling, or you know, just yes, feel good I do. witch movie, <laughs> I want them to kill the bad guy, bury them in the backyard, <laughs> and feel really good about it. Yeah, and uh, feel okay about it. Sure. Yeah. And how do we translate that into reality? Except yeah. for I didn't say that, so there we go. <laughs> Um, so, so death becomes uh, death becomes her probably on netflix or whatever i'll watch that yeah it's, it's so good and it's got um bruce willis is in it he plays the husband that they're kind of what? fighting over i know and then isabella rosalini's in it she plays kind what? of the, the woman that has this you know fountain of youth thing uh-huh. um but it's just it's really really funny and campy and it's all those movies that i mentioned are ones that i kind of miss i feel like that genre is not as done anymore like yesterday i was watching adam's family and i was like this movie is so good <laughs> like oh, really why don't they make movies like this anymore and it's kind <laughs> of what to... i want to write okay well and i think uh people would appreciate that because i've also never seen the adam's family <gasps> oh um, my gosh well, i need to sit you down <laughs> you could Great just quarantine. send me a list <laughs> yeah, I will. and um and, I will. and send it to me because i uh because it is halloween i could watch um i could watch all the good halloween movies yes aren't, and, and adam's family it's i know that i was talking to uh, martha kelly and she can't stop watching the chipmunks movie and then also oh. the paddington movies oh so, interesting uh, um so she's she's trying to stop the voices in her head as well, well so good for her <laughs> i've been telling people because so yeah you originally asked me about horror movies and i'll i will get to that too but um i somebody i found somewhere somebody said that um around the great depression the movies that were made afterwards that were very like sought after were fantasy movies and horror movies which i thought was very interesting because oh. it was like <laughs> Fantasy, I see, because it's kind of like escapism. It's like, you know, just a different reality. And yeah. in horror, I wonder if it's like just reflecting our own inner turmoil um, or seeing like, oh, well, I don't bet. have it that bad. You know, right. like I was, 
the other ones that were really popular in the in the in the thirties, the depressions was were um, stories about rich people. Mm, interesting. Yeah, like a like lot aspirational. Of, like, yeah, all those um, uh, Gene Kelly and and um, uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, all those dancing movies and and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. you know fancy you know, marbled mansions and, and things. And then Frank Capra, you know, in the end of the depression when things were getting better and it was more about, you know, way to sell the new deal. So that's why it's a wonderful life was never popular when it came out because mm, people were sick of being struggle. told that, that they needed to, you know, hunker down. They were sick yeah. of living that they wanted to move on. So, but totally. then, and then it went into the public domain and became a classic. That's but, so interesting. Uh, yeah. So what horror movies have you watched old horror movies? Oh my God. I've watched so many. And it's, that's what I was thinking about that, you know, phenomenon. I don't know what you want to call it about the fantasy and horror back then, because all I've been watching is horror movies during a lot of this quarantine. Yeah. Um, and I would say like my favorites, which this sounds so like sadistic, but I tend to love like slasher movies because it's okay. very like. You know, like Scream obviously does it the kind of the best. I mean, you know, I would say some would argue like Halloween and some of those classics too. But there's something kind of fun about like it's like because it's know, so you, over the top or something, or is it kind of it's over the top? It almost becomes like it's kind of fun to see. There are usually like kids and they like rent out a cabin somewhere or like some, there's some kind of huge party that's thrown. Um, <laughs> so kind of hits that, and then it's almost like who's going to die? <laughs> like it becomes like a game. And oh, then it's like, also which like, which ones aren't going aren't to make it? Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, sometimes it's very obvious to see who's going to be like the final girl. Um, <laughs> but that's what they call it. Like the final girls. Like she's oh, really? like the virgin one. Yeah, she's the uh, one that's like the, okay. it's kind of cool when they switch it and they kill off the final girl, which is kind of what, or not, Scream doesn't do this, but they like really trick you at the beginning because you think right. Drew Barrymore is going to be the final girl and she dies in the first scene. So it's that kind of um, like So that's not mystery. too bad of a spoiler either because it's the first scene. Yeah. And yeah, this so, is a 40-year-old movie. So, exactly. So yeah. sad, Sorry about it. <laughs> I yeah. give a spoiler. There will be, yeah, there will be. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you'll be like, God damn it. I've been saving Scream. <laughs> um, so just. Wow. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that what was I gonna say? Yeah, so just that, and then also trying to figure out who the killer is. Usually, there's that kind of like a fun kind of mystery. Oh, there's always a mystery. It. Of, it isn't just it isn't because what's the one with the Jason with the mask? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do, do, oh, are, is there some reveal at the end that he takes the mask off? That is not. I'm not like also a huge Jason buff, but I would say that's not so much the reveal. I guess in the first movie, maybe you're a little bit like, yeah, what's his reasoning? Right, and or some, who is he? And, yeah, and some people, like, maybe the backstory helps to, like, alleviate the mystery. But then there's other ones, like, I mean, kind of my favorite time period was, like, I guess uh, early 2000s, which would or, like, late 90s, which would be Scream yeah. and, like, Urban Legends, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Those are all the ones that you're like, who did oh. it? Like, who's the killer? <laughs> Whereas I feel like Jason and, and Michael Myers. And that has Myers, to be, like, that has to be formative years for you, too, where you're, like, 14 or 15 yeah, or something. And yeah, yeah. you're like, this is going to be the greatest. I'm going to go and get scared. There's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so. it's, like, um, it reminds me of, like slumber parties and like you yeah. know you have a little party and then it's like who can stay up the latest and let's do bloody mary and candy man and what and watching those movies with people like a group of people who are just scared and riffing and kind of that kind of stuff on it yeah i would probably watch like i've done that i've gone over to matt weinholt's house and seen 
um, the ghost and Mrs. Chicken. That's what it's called. And, that um, too, the ghost I've of Mrs. Chicken of is Don Knotts, and uh, it is uh, it is dumb. Uh, but I think I I think we knew that at the words Don Knotts is in it. So, um, <laughs> so but the uh, it is um, yeah. So I think what so uh, like the ones. The movies that I tend to watch at Halloween's are like the uh, at Halloween's at Halloween are the um, at the Halloween. I like those the monster movies of um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Abbott and Costello meet the werewolf. Abbott and Costello oh. meet Dracula. I don't even know these. They're this from is, the sounds 30s. amazing. Yeah, from, yeah, and they're they're Abbott and Costello were a comedy duo, right? Mm-hmm. And they they did comedy, and then they are also. Um, in the movies, there's the tall one who's supposed to be the love interest, the good looking. But in, in the 30s, it's just like in the 80s, uh, the good looking comic is just a sort of normal Schlubby, looking person. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, you're like, yeah, you're right. He's better looking than the other guy. But yeah. uh, that's, I mean, it's all just my arm. I guess I'll, I guess yeah. I'll go for that one. <laughs> it's just, you know, you look at the good looking male comics of today, you're like, Sort of. I mean, yeah. good looking for comics. <laughs> yeah. Same with. I mean, I don't know, but uh, the, um, but I mean, Evan Costello. So they're kind of cowardly. Yeah. And they they and then there's monsters. Yeah. So I love those that. are more monster movies. Yeah. I I, I kind of want to rewatch. Yeah. There's a lot of classics that I feel like I want to go back and watch because that yeah. sounds very fun to me. Or and even like was, Nosferatu, you know, like just the oh, kind of the right. staples that you should watch. I have yeah. not done my, my due diligence. Right. Well, because um, well, because because you were watching those sort of more teen slasher movies. Right. Yeah. Those and those and those do sound those are those sound super fun. There was some yeah. monster movie that I just saw, Colossal. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Did I saw you that. see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I like that. Yeah, and that wasn't. It, you were like, well, I suppose it's a monster movie. There's a monster in it. Yeah. And, uh, but it was such a good, and it had such an excellent, I, I, I won't spoil this one for yeah. people because it has a really good, and it's on Hulu. Um, and what's her name? Is uh, it I was thinking Kira? of Anne. Anne Hathaway? And that's what I was, it's like Anne Hathaway. Is that the right? It, that's maybe, right. Maybe, yeah. or Kira, it might have been Kira. <laughs> no, it's Knightley. definitely Anne Hathaway. Okay, yeah. Right? But whatever the one that people was, like don't like her. <laughs> you well, know, like people, it's like a phenomenon. Yeah, there's weird, like arbitrary, no, we don't like her anymore. Yeah, And yeah. you're like, why? Um, I don't know. Uh, she's and too it, nice. She's too nice. <laughs> she's. But what I liked about Colossal was she produced it. Oh, and hired all yeah she was like no one's ever going to book you know put me in yeah, a horror movie that's so true. i would like to be in a horror movie yeah and so, that's so true she got i to saw do it. um i thought that was really good the the one monster movie that i saw relatively recently that i really liked was the ritual um what's that and one? it's it's about these guys that um they take a trip like they lose one of their friends at the beginning. This is not a spoiler. Um, and they decide to go on this trip that they had been planning with this guy. And we're like, well, we should go on this trip in his honor. And they're, it's kind of like, hike. I forget what country they're in, but they're doing some kind of hike. And then they're like, one of them gets injured. So they have to take a shortcut. And then it's just this whole like shortcut. Yeah, exactly. You know what happens in a shortcut? Um, <laughs> it's very like, and I would, I don't even know if I would call that a monster. It's very, uh, Hmm. Like, 
just what you uh, Blair a uh, Blair Witch Project meets okay. like kind of hereditary or the Wicker Man esque. Okay. Vibe. Okay. That's yeah. The, Which that's I've the never. Vibe. Seen. What's the Wicker Man? I know a friend of mine the, wrote a book about. Really. Sort of, so yeah. I actually need to see the original because I am terrible and I've seen the remake, which is oh. hysterical because Nicolas Cage is in it and, you know, he's like a oh. renowned, like, overactor. Oh, that is, there's trouble. <laughs> yeah, so there's, like, one scene in particular that, you know, if you watch the remake, you know what I'm talking about, where it's, like, so over the top. You're like, what is happening? I love this. Um, <laughs> but it's basically, uh, you know, somebody kind of investigates this kind of, I'm going to get all the facts of this right, wrong, but oh, sure. like Amish-esque town, you know, okay. secluded town. Some, I guess, missing girl is there. And then, you know, come to find out there's, I don't know, I would want to give any spoilers, but there, there's an intentional reason behind it, you know. Right, because the Wicker um, Man is some sort of like, hist- like it's been in the in culture for a long time yeah. as some sort of boogeyman. Yeah, and, or like um, like a pagan god you have to sacrifice to kind of a Right, who doesn't, who doesn't want that? Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you see, did you see the... Um, Key and Peel did horror. One of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jordan Peel. How he yeah, did. Yeah, Jordan um... Peel. He's famous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did Key and Peel together do a sketch on a horror movie? I mean, I'm sure oh, they have. They, I I'm love sure they show. have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw uh, Us and then Get Out and then I haven't seen. I know there's a show on HBO, isn't it? Twilight the... Zone or something. That I haven't seen either, but I, I wanted to see that. And then what's the Lovecraftian? County. Oh, Lovecraft. Yeah, yeah. it's Lovecraft just called County. Lovecraft. Yeah, is that Jordan Peele? I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't seen that either, but that's another one that I... Because, like, um, H.P. Lovecraft is not... That's, what I guess, a genre I'm not, like, super into. I guess I am. I mean, I really like The Thing. I don't know. Oh, yeah? I like all horror movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I never I recently... saw it. We have The Thing. I've never seen uh, it. Yeah. It's good. We have a it's... DVD of it. Really? Oh, old school. <laughs> I still have DVDs, too. I'm yeah. so, like, never-breaking. No, I have tradition. to have DVDs because eventually uh, the internet will go down. And then I'm going to want to watch that movie again. Right? Mm-hmm. I have the same feeling with um, CDs. People make fun of me because I still mm-hmm. have CDs slash... Yeah. Burn CDs for people. <laughs> you see that yeah. white thing above me? That is a, oh, a yeah. brand new CD player that I yes. just bought, which also has uh, Bluetooth. Oh, that's but, smart. Sure. Yeah. I um well, and one of the reasons that I was like, see, I'm so glad I had my CDs is because I thought by burning them and putting them into iTunes that it would just like stay there. But then I got a new computer and they weren't there, and I was like, thank goodness, I still have these CDs because otherwise I would have just lost my music. Wait, it doesn't go to the. It doesn't stay in your account. Apparently, I think what ha- happened was, because uh, you know how like they're trying to push like Apple Music now and like iTunes sucks, do Apple Music. Yeah. I guess now there's like a new thing, which I had to get like an iTunes, I forget what they call it, but something that does put yourself in a cloud that you can transfer okay. over. But I thought it was oh. just like automatically in a cloud. Apparently, yeah, yeah. I think they stopped doing that. Yeah. Oh, weird. Anyway. Um, yeah, but um, the, so oh, no. d- did you, so are the Jordan Peele um, horror movies as good as, as as people say like yeah what? i mean i loved get out i thought that was genius which one was um, that one what was that about it's uh it's um the lead character who's black he goes to visit his white girlfriend's family okay and uh 
craziness uh, ensues. Ensues, yeah. But I will say what I thought was so smart about it is he kind of, you know, obviously touched on racism, but it wasn't with this like podunk backwards, you know, white uh, family. It was like a very liberal seeming family that's just like um i just want to let you know i i voted for obama like super like yeah yeah sort like of that family which i think was like an interesting um thing to tackle but what he's really good at and i liked us too i just didn't like it as much as get out um right. is he you know does what a lot of people like he has a certain scenario but he has like a deeper you know social meaning that he's getting to right right there's more layers to it and stuff yeah which yeah. actually is cool with a lot of um scary movies like What's the the Night of the Living Dead? Right, had the same thing because the protagonist was black, and then he killed all the zombies, and then at the end he was killed by like the townspeople. So it's very like right. yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting because those the the kind of genre that that stuff is, you can sort of hide or put more right. social messages in exactly that because yeah. people are like, yay, they're it's it's. Bad, good guys and bad guys and we're doing this or it's a romance and you know because i have traditionally for many years have uh said the sort of the worse the movie the more b plot the move there's the the more sort of yeah just kind of like obviously sop to the masses mm-hmm. there's usually a, a point there's usually mm-hmm. like dirty dancing keep abortion legal right yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, footloose. Uh, censorship is bad. Yeah, um, totally. Blue Crush. Did you ever see Blue Crush, the surfing movie? Yes. Uh huh. True happiness is found through uh, corporate sponsorship. Ah, huh, so it could be right wing or left wing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. yeah. It could like, be. Yeah. Interesting. That is. Yeah, I, it could uh, be. I always look for the B plot in in those sort of movies. So. Yeah, totally. And so I, obviously race is going to be part of it for sure. And I think that's always a, that's typically, um, I'm noticing that to be like a theme, especially with like zombie movies, that that's, uh, sometimes some implication there. Um, sometimes and, it's anti-corporate America too, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Cause that's what the zombies are. They're just, right. they're office workers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, well, what's such out of that recently? I can't remember. Oh, the other thing I was going to say was I watched, um, the other day I went to a drive-in and I saw a movie. It's new. I'm not even sure it's officially out. I'm sure actually it's newly out. Um, it's called St. Maud. And it's kind of does what a lot of, um, it's kind of in the possession realm of scary movies, which I know those are the ones that I'm like, nah, now, um, like The Exorcist. Absolutely <laughs> oh, not. Yeah. Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. yeah. Oof. The Omen Exorcism was the of Emily Rose was the one that like I her possession always happens at 3 a.m. So if ever I had to wake up in the Ooh. middle of the night and it was 3 a.m., I was like, got to stay up till 4 a.m. I got to keep right. guard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's but, like that one with the, the VCR. Okay, yeah, go ahead. The, uh, the, the, ring. Ringer, the ring. Yeah, the ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, oh, but what I was going to say is I think those movies talk a lot about mental health. You know, like in St. Maud, it was – um, again, I'm not going to give it away, but it's very good. The whole time you're questioning, is this real or is this a mental health thing? You know, like, is Interesting. this supernatural yeah. or, yeah. Right. And are they, are they, is it, um, their altered reality or is it reality that's altered on top of them? Exactly, like, is it a yeah. super, because there was some, um, 
uh, you should know that Professor X's son, Legion, I think his mm-hmm. name is, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, could alter reality. Anyway, oh. uh, sure, this X-Men. But, uh, and I just I saw, X-Men. we went to the drive-in and we saw the new mutants. Hmm. Which uh, was was essentially shot. It was for Sony, so um, they kept delaying putting it out because they were like, "I thought this was supposed to be a superhero movie," but they're all this all the superhero movies have a different genre, and the New Mutant superhero movie is um, a, a horror movie, a, ma- a, a an asylum madhouse horror. Uh, oh yeah, vibe. okay. Somebody yeah. told me about this. Yeah, yeah, and it was really good. Mm. And it was and it was not too creepy, but it had a pretty good creep vibe. I mean, kind of the perfect creep vibe for me. And yes. it helps that it's superheroes because I'm like, oh, they're going to get it together. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and there's probably no final girl. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so that's when I'd be like, not watching this anymore. I didn't see anybody get stabbed. So. <laughs> oh, there's trouble. There's yeah. trouble. It's a very Buffy the Vampire Slayer yes. kind of a little bit of a vibe. Oh, my God. So I loved that movie, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so much that I didn't watch the series for a long time because uh-huh. I was like in protest. Because oh. I was like, no, <laughs> this doesn't have Luke Perry or Chrissy Swanson, I think is her name. Um, <laughs> Because I loved it. I would like literally, <laughs> this also alludes to my um, childhood, but, uh, and I should say I did eventually watch the series and I loved it. So, sure. but it took me a while, but um, I would go, we had a shed in my old house and growing up and I was not very supervised as a kid. So I would practice my knife throwing <laughs> in the shed because <laughs> there's a part where she like practices like throwing stakes into yeah. like, the wall and then like he catches it yeah. and I would just throw sharp objects at the wall <laughs> i was like oh how'd, how'd that go for you did you get better at it um no i did not <laughs> i think were you using a steak knife i don't remember what i was using but i do remember that uh i was able to do it and without any parents to be like to stop doing that that's dangerous <laughs> oh. and, uh, uh, yeah. yeah but i loved I, buffy the vampire slayer that was such a good movie i know that it wasn't uh the intention of joss whedon or apparently he did not like the movie at all, but um, oh. the series ended up being great too. But right, right, yeah, he he went way o- away from the from the film. But um, yeah. did you see his scary movie? Yes, Cabin How, in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. How was yes. that? Um, it was great. It's one okay. of those. That's the other. <laughs> I love that we're. I love that we're talking about this. Like all the different genres, but um, yeah. like the horror comedy. I thought he did so well. It was very meta. They very much played into a lot of like tropes that you find in scary movies specifically ones from like slasher movies and stuff right. like um so i just thought it was like a very funny and creative horror comedy that's awesome i always think of him as um i always think of him and quentin tarantino mm-hmm. and i think i would i would want to hang out with joss whedon more than quentin tarantino <laughs> it's uh Same. just because um quentin tarantino will get bloody and he'll get violent yeah but yeah. it's it's uh it's almost never funny like in a like oh, the, yeah. the funny is always it's always some weird it's more action a- action show funny than comedy yeah like because when i when i look at the joss whedon avengers the first mm-hmm. avengers movie mm-hmm. it was sweet and it was team building and it was very funny in that kind of way sort of like buffy you know yeah totally. it was a nice ensemble cast yes. you know creating a team kind of thing yeah I those agree. Would, those would be the horror uh, movies that I would want to see is where uh, there's a horror and then the team comes together and then they fight the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Does that ever happen? 
or is it usually just somebody survives? Um, trying to think. I mean, I'm sure there is. I'm like, uh, team fighting the bad guy. Like Zombieland comes to mind. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the uh, the the guy who did Hot Fuzz. That's not what he's known yeah, for. Yeah, uh, 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 I know what you're talking about Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> Shaun, Shaun of the, of the Dead. Dead. Yeah. Yes, that's another Shaun one. That's great. I mean, I love. Actually, I'm going to watch again. Go to drive-in Thursday, and going to watch um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is another horror comedy that I thought was very successful. Oh, what is <laughs> Have you that? Heard of that? No. Um, that one's kind of playing into the whole like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like stumble into the Podunk Woods and these like psychopaths are there to kill you yeah except that these kids stumble into the woods of these two like kind of backwoods-esque characters yeah. but they're like they keep on killing them the kids keep killing themselves accidentally and it seems like the, the <laughs> guys are killing. so they keep on being like you get away from her like once the like everybody rises they're like we didn't do anything <laughs> it's it's really really funny uh, and it's got oh um God. i think it's got one of the guys from Shaun of the Dead, or unless I'm confusing them. I might be confusing them. Right, right. Um, but the two main characters are really funny. Okay. Yeah, I definitely recommend a, a that one. Tucker and Dale? Yeah, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Okay. And uh, that is hilarious. It's the, so funny. Yeah, because the, the ones that scare me that I don't want to... Because the thing is, is, as far as I'm concerned, if it's a truly scary movie, I might get tricked into watching it once. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to watch it again. It's like mm -hmm. Schindler's List. What am I going to get out of that the mm -hmm. second time I see that? Yeah. Um, that's very beautifully done. In other news, no, something else. So, <laughs> so But do you, re, do you ever rewatch the ones that are, like there's a, a Nosferatu one, Shadow of the Vampire? Oh, no. Did you ever see, that's terrifying. Ooh, and I think it's with a... Robert Bouchem, not, uh, who? Hey Siri, who's in Shadow of the Vampire? <laughs> this is a quite a moment. John Malkovich, Willem Dafoe, and Carrie oh. Elwes. Yeah, I uh, love that cast. Two, the year two thousand, Shadow of the Vampire. How did I miss this? So, I love that this because I love getting recommendations. Every time people give me recommendations, I'm like, seen it, seen it. So I'm so happy that you're giving me all these. Oh, oh, I, I, I that one, I literally, someone gave me the DVD in 2000, 2001 or 2002. I stayed up on, I was like, this would be a nice thing. I lived by myself in an apartment. I did not sleep that evening. No, oh, That's right. Uh, I watched it too late in the day. And then I was up all night. Yep. So uh, in other words, John Malkovich uh, nails. It. Willem Dafoe. Oh, he's it. wonderful. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to watch this. I mean, there's definitely times where I've had to like, because I've gotten to the point because I've watched so many horror movies that I can watch them right before bed and then be like, good night. Like, that's how <laughs> little it affects me, unless it's possession stuff, in which case I'll be like, nope, nope. Not I don't know why in from my brain, I'm, I feel like I'm more likely to get possessed than I am to get like murdered by somebody <laughs> like something like a break in. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's good self-esteem. You're like, no, no. <laughs> They're going to want this. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I also just like, oh, yeah, I can I can take an intruder. But if there's like an unseen entity taking over my body, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the uh, ghosts. I can't stop it. Incorporeal. Incorp you get it. Ghosts. <laughs> and ghosts. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, if, have you heard of, so there was like a pretty popular movie that just came out that was made during quarantine, a horror movie called Host. Have you heard of no. that? No. 
No. Um, they do a really good job because, you know, I'm seeing, we're seeing kind of across the board, like, quarantine things being made, things like this that you people are shooting stuff through via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of, like, not that great. Um, so right. I was, I had, like, I was interested when people were talking about hosts and how great it was because it was very much, like, shot as, like, a Zoom. But it's just a these friends that have an online seance together via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's really good and really scary. It kind okay. of touches on what, the host. like, yeah, or just hosts. Because there's actually a lot of horror movies called The Host. Like, there's the one by. Oh, okay. There's one about, oh man, I'm forgetting his, the director's name. The guy that did Parasite did um, a movie called The Host. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, what I liked about Host was that they do what a lot of the found footage stuff did, you know, what Blair Witch did and what Paranormal Activity did, which is it makes it feel so real because it like yeah. it looks like especially if you watch it on your laptop, it looks like you are part of it. Um, and uh, they do a really good job, and it's very scary. Host uh, looks like it just came out, directed by Rob Savage, with um, and clearly who's in it. Haley Bishop, Gemma Moore. Yeah, nobody I've ever yeah, it's nobody not known. heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, names I did. But six friends accidentally invite the attention of a demonic presence during an online, online seance and begin noticing strange occurrences mm-hmm. in their homes where they are quarantined. Mm-hmm. That's right. Everybody's sheltering at home. And then all of a sudden, a strange demonic presence. Yes. Yeah, that's going to... They're not gonna ever gonna do the dishes. <laughs> uh, I mean, it also it's scary because like you realize everybody's by themselves, whereas you know in other movies maybe people can help each other. Right, right. Everybody's like, solo. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's really good. That's one that again I had to watch like midday because I was like, I'm not watching this for a bit. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's too real. It's gonna happen to me. <laughs> do you ever do a thing with Halloween or with horror movies? Um, where you start on a day and just start watching them? Or do you watch them all year long? You'll watch them? I watch them pretty regularly. Um, okay. My one friend does, um, which I kind of want to do, but I always like kind of forget it. She does, uh, for October, 31 days of horror movies. She'll watch one every day. Okay. Um, so I kind of was like, I want to start that because I want to, you know, especially living it. I mean, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays um, or is my favorite holiday. And yeah. living in L.A., you don't really... You really have to go through efforts to get into the spirit because you don't have the weather to give you the efforts or like the smell of like Lee, you know, changing right, the leaves and whatever. You could yeah. go to Not Scary Farm. Have yes. you ever been to Not Scary I haven't. Farm? I haven't. It is terrifying. It is, uh, I think, 35 different haunted houses. You want someone to ruin dolls for you? Not take yourself <laughs> off to Not Scary Farm. You want someone to ruin toy trains for you? Yeah. It's like they take all the childhood things uh. and then there's actors wanting. And the whole, the entirety of Knott's Berry Farm is covered in dry ice. So there's oh. a fog. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it's, it's a destination for you. I definitely like have dropped the ball on, as long as I've lived in LA, doing a lot of the fun things kind oh, of yeah. in the area that you can do. Um, like the ocean. The ocean's oh my God. right there. <laughs> I've know. lived here for 23 years. I know. I have been... Three times? Yep. yep. Yeah. It's not <laughs> and everybody good. is like, oh, it must be so, no- so nice. You go to the beach all the time. I'm like, no. Your first year, you go maybe five times. And then you're like, oh, the traffic and the parking. And the, no, thank you. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. And it's too bad. It's it's genuinely too bad. But so Totally, be yeah. And you- um, yes, because I do that for Christmas. I do. Mm. Um, I start watching Christmas movies 
Thanksgiving Day, oh. and then I watch them until Groundhog Day. Wow! Uh, where I end the season with the movie Groundhog Day. Oh and, yes! But then there's no pressure, like because I have you know probably forty Christmas movies. I don't want to uh-huh. watch two a day. That's right. a lot. Um, but probably not in quarantine. I was going to say, I, I feel like start... that's me now. <laughs> like I watch like at least one a day. <laughs> right. I could do one now. There's yeah. um, the um, the Queen Latifah. <laughs> that's that's my new one that's in rotation. Oh, uh, last holiday. Last holiday. Oh, yes. She gets Are you big di- on, uh, sorry, of Hallmark right. movies? Is that what that, is that, what that, that is? That isn't. It isn't a Hallmark oh. movie. Uh, I've tried to watch Hallmark movies. They are so enormously bad. Yeah, <laughs> that they that they pull me. My brother Russ loves them. He says his uh, he likes them better than Lifetime movies. Mm. Jen Kirkman also a big fan of the Hallmark movie. But I will say this: um, my brother Russ's favorite thing about the Hallmark movies is that there's always like a trinket in the movie. That mm-hmm. then if you go to a Hallmark store, you're like, that's that mug that she was drinking out of there's that sweat like it's literally that's an awesome. ad then they sell the props they sell the crap at that's hallmark fa- stores smart. and that's he was smart. like i didn't really realize it but i was at the ball and we go into a hallmark store and i was like wait that's <laughs> that thing and that thing and i was like oh my god that's amazing that's how they get you sorry that's but a- you tell me what was it the queen latifah one about the la- last holiday, she's diagnosed with um, some terminal disease, so she takes her 401k, cashes it out, and goes to the Alps to some spa resort skiing thing to blow the wad and um, and live and live her life, you know, as and Gerard Depardieu is in it. Wait, who's that? He is a French. He moved to Russia because he's just he's become politically uh, a madman. He purchased some some Kool-Aid tablets and put on a tinfoil hat and literally (laughs) moved to Russia from France. But he was he was a he was a sort of an actor in children's movies, I think, in the 80s and 90s. So uh, but Gerard Depardieu, he is. um, Yes. Do you uh, consider a diehard uh, Christmas movie? I do. I do. Okay. Because uh, you gotta, you know, but not initially, not until everybody else was like, no, that's a Christmas movie. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'll watch Die Hard anytime. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I saw that for the first time, like just a few years ago. And I was like, this is good. Oh, it's such a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, good. Uh, and I have to say that um, it is, it holds up really well, all of it. You know, which is which is so hard sometimes with some of the some of the Christmas movies. Holiday Inn, there's trouble. There's a couple of there's two scenes in blackface. Ooh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, and uh, you're like, what? But the thing is, that worse, or is it worse that AMC cuts out those 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 scenes? Because you're like, Mm. how about we were assholes and we watch ourselves be assholes? Yeah, and uh, don't hide that. Yeah. Yeah, because first of all, the only black character in Holiday Inn probably was like, thank God I have insurance this year, you know? Yeah. And and she played like she played the housekeeper and there were two kids and it was she has like seven lines, eight mm-hmm. lines. But I will say this about Bing Crosby. Besides, we know now that he beat his children. But uh, I will say this, that he was a huge fan of, of um, he, he, he worked for civil rights um, mm-hmm. within the industry. 
and tried to always employ people, uh, different people, uh, because it was sort of like, you know, Frank Sinatra was a dick, mm -hmm. but he was like, you have to let black people totally. in. Yeah. And, and you're like, it's interesting. It means that nobody's a hundred percent a dick. Yes. Yes. I think that that's something that, um, you know, unfortunately nowadays, every we're, we're become so like black and white with our thinking. Um, and it is important to remember that, you know, people are human beings that, yeah, like nobody's like a hundred percent evil, even if they've done evil things. Right. I mean, there's some know? people that are pushing 98, 99% right now. And, uh, and they could, you know, I'm, I'm, I won't be dancing on their graves, but I also won't be mourning them. Yeah. No, no, so, no, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, good. Get out of the way, please. Yeah. You're totally. super mean. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, for sure. Yeah. I just think it's funny when people are not funny. I think it's normal to think this, but when, you know, when we think of people that do bad things, you think of like, oh, this, like he's drooling slime and he's like hiding in the bushes and it's never that person. It's right, always the, the guy that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the people that, you know, sexually assault, also, like, we'll walk on an old woman across the street or, like, donate to really charitable causes. So it's, yeah. Right, right. You're just like, hey, gropey McGroperson. It's really nice <laughs> the fact yeah. that you're willing to, you know, throw a million dollars to, to help, you know, whatever, to teach people to read. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's so hard to, it's genuine, it's just genuinely hard to be a whole person. Oh, for sure. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's the that's the hard part. That's the it draw. Is what do you think that? Can, oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was literally. What do you think that has to do with zodiac signs? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this is now. I'm, you know, <laughs> it's like growing up where you could believe or not believe. Yeah, totally. And I know it's looked as very silly to believe, but I just do. Okay, <laughs> I've seen some similarities in my life, and um, you know, growing up, I uh, one of my best friends is Peruvian, and. You know, in like Latino culture, uh, tarot cards and superstition and all that is kind of, is very like, um, like, what's his name? I almost want to say Walter Matthau, and that's very wrong. <laughs> but, um, the, oh my wow, God. Wow, bad news bears. <laughs> the guy who he did on the astro astrology show that it was like very big in um, the Latino okay. community. Anyway, but so her going over to my friend's house, like her mom was very into that. She would do our cards and all that. And at first I was very resistant because I am technically a cancer, but I really do not relate to them. Um, <laughs> as I'm getting older, yeah. I kind of do, but, um, it was very much just like, you'd rather stay home and read a book. Uh, and I was like, right, no, right, I like that, to party. <laughs> that is, that's the generalization about cancers. And yeah. it was always like, well, that sounds like a nice person. Cause I'm a cancer as well. Oh, but I, 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 I wanted to be, uh, I always wanted to be a Leo. Yes, me too. And, I, and for years, I would say I'm kind of cuspy. I'm yeah, a little Leo cuspy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Uh, When's your birthday? July twentieth. <gasps> Shut yours? your fucking mouth. July twentieth. Dude, are you serious? So first of all, <laughs> let me just also <laughs> birthday friends. Can I also say this is the second podcast I've been on where me and the host had the same birthday? <laughs> Who else has July twentieth? It was um, Avital. Oh, I'm gonna blank on her last name because it was my friend Jess Ridgers and then Avital. Um, okay, and they have a podcast. Oh, God, if you remember so that name of the podcast, that would be it, even better for them. I know. Let me. It's it was a it's a horror you, movie you podcast. Look, oh wow! Yeah. So look so that up and see. tell me what that is. Well, I tell you that Lori Kilmartin's birthday, I believe, is the twenty third. 
uh, of July oh. or the 17th. Um, I forget. It's three days different from mine. I believe it to be the 23rd. Um, is 23rd, I think she means she's a... Oh, okay. The podcast is called He's Right Behind You. Um, it's really good and that's the one that I talked about uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose and how I'm terrified of 3am but yeah me and Avital oh let me see if I can find also born July 20th yes born July 20th Uh, Avital Ash okay that's her name Um, that's so crazy it's so funny because as soon as you said that you thought you were cuspy I was like I wonder if we have the same birthday that's so crazy. Um, yeah, I know. And then I like did like my whole chart, and I was like, oh, well, the reason why is because I'm a because le- people tend to think I'm a little bit more outgoing than I am. I, t- I, I see myself as being more shy, but I'm mm-hmm. like it's because I have a Leo rising. Um, <laughs> how do you know how you, how you're rising? How do you how can you, you have tell? To f- you have to know your like the time you were born and where oh you were god, born. Oh my god, my dad can't even remember where I was oh. born. <laughs> it's like I was like, where were you? He was like, I was running leads. Leave me alone. <laughs> I think it's weird that it's not written on your birth certificate, but it's not. It probably is. It's not oh, written it on mine. Yeah, no. The time you were born? No, which I was like, that oh. seems like a thing that should uh, be documented. Yeah. I don't know. They put your time of death on your death yeah, certificate. Yeah, exactly. How about that? And then uh, and then I think, so I think the time dictates your rising and then the place dictates your moon, which mine is an Aries moon. So I have a lot of fire in my signs. <laughs> so, <laughs> good, um, good. What does it all mean, though? It because Leos are outgoing, but what yeah. are Aries? Is that the Aries that's the are, god of the the war? God of yeah, war. Yeah, so they can be a little bit temperamental, like, and because it's in my moon, which is moon is I, you know, is your like emotions means I got a little bit of a temper sometimes. I also play mm-hmm. I'm Greek, so you know that explains that. <laughs> right, and and uh, right, it's always interesting because people uh, tend to you know when. Uh, Whatever anybody, because the thing, I think that all things are kind of true to some degree for all people, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but it is nice to be able to say, no, no, I'm on Armenian time. I'm late. Uh, it just <laughs> yeah. means I'm inconsiderate. Yeah. Is, that, is that something? And yeah, <laughs> so, yep, yep. <laughs> but, you know, everyone claims, you know, a lot of people claim to have that sort of, it's, it's, it's how, it's how my culture yeah, does it. And totally. you're like, mm, it I is. Yeah. I think also, cause, um, at least for me, like, cause you know, Greek people were very like oh, loud, boisterous, passionate, whatever. You guys want to break a plate. Yeah, you guys exactly. want to throw a plate at something. And every time I've had, cause you know, a lot of Greek people own diners and restaurants and stuff like that. That's like our mafia. Oh, um, <laughs> it's the are, Where are you from? I'm from Maryland, outside D.C. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin has so many Greek family restaurants. And uh, my father, he go, we go to the forum. We go to the forum, you guys. And there's mm-hmm. a gyro uh, omelet. And it's in Wisconsin. Yep. That's why we call it a gyro omelet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how, how would you pronounce that word? Gyro. Gyro? But it, I will okay. say that it's um, there's a letter in there that like Americans can't say so much because it's like a r sound. Flemmy kind of? Yeah, it's like gyro. So it's not quite a Y. Yeah, pretty much. It's not quite a Y. It's not quite a G. So it's like that in between. Some people can do it. Yeah, it just depends. Yeah. It would probably take practice, like learning how to pronounce a fucking name. Take the time. You can do it. I believe in all of you. My goodness. Ansolatos is not that hard. Okay, it's very phonetic. But if you, any, you know substitute teacher i had growing up it was a nightmare <laughs> uh, yes i'm just gonna say is sophia z here 
<laughs> is that what they said? No. Well, my real last name is Ansolato, so it's an A. Oh, it's so an I was a. always the first one. Oh. And then it was just like five minutes of being like, how do you say it? Ansolato. Wait, stand up. How do you say it? Oh, <laughs> what up. is that? And now you're like seven and you just want to be like everybody else. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't possibly I be singled out again. Uh, yes, okay. exactly. Fair enough. Um, so, but, so yeah. your cancer, Leo rising, uh-huh. Aries moon, uh-huh. is there a sun? What else is happening? Cancer is your sun. That's like your, who oh, you are. Oh, that's the sun. Yeah. And so cancer, so basically I think like cancer is like who you, or sun is like who you are. Rising is how you present to the world. So I like present more outgoing with the, with the Leo. And then when I get super emotional is kind of where your Aries is. That's uh, the main thing also that I know <laughs> is I tend to get along with other water signs more like i noticed that and Wait, which, I, what are water signs uh, so it would be another cancer or scorpios i love scorpios scorpios get a bad rep a lot of people don't like scorpios um or a pisces um oh but so, and i uh, will not date a gemini that's my number one rule <laughs> what, <laughs> what is what are gemini's is that land is that sea that's what air if, so air? Air, air signs i tend to I'm not as big fans of because they're very like flighty and flaky, and I just do not mess with flakesiness. No, Mine's, no, there's. Yeah. Um, seems late. Seems late in the day. I have yeah. a buddy. I wonder when he was born. Jim Wooster, who uh, the first pre-recorded episode of this show, uh, six hundred, five hundred and. 97 whatever a long time ago uh 14 <laughs> years ago he record- and he um he wrote a sketch one time about how he was at a party it was he must have written it when he was like 32 or 33 and some woman was and they were talking and um and she said you know but what you should know about me is that i'm crazy i'm crazy i'm wild and crazy and i'm just you know i'm a lot of work and he goes well, it's been very nice meeting you. And, uh, <laughs> and she just walked away. And she was like, where are you going? He's like, I am 32 years old. I can't do crazy. Yeah, right what's now. this about? No, thanks. And, uh, yeah. So there is a book you might like, and it's called Ooh. The Greater Trumps. And it is, a, it is a fictional um, – it's, it's fiction about the creation of the tarot cards. Ooh, I yeah, love that. It's by a guy named Charles Williams, mm-hmm. and he was good friends with Tolkien – and yes. the Narnia guy. Um, yes. uh, so the greater yeah. Trumps, he was part of the Inklings, which was this uh, trio of uh, dudes made up of J.R. Tolkien and uh, C.S. Lewis and Charles Williams, who would go to the, and a couple other guys who would go to a pub in Oxford and drink. And That's talk, awesome. And, it just uh, more of a drinking club, I think. Yeah. And, but wants, Charles Williams is the greater Trumps is very interesting because I don't know, like, where did this, did the Zodiacs just develop from everybody looking in the sky and following astronomy and, and then I, it just turned to astrology and then. Yeah. I think that's how it initially, I mean, to be honest, I don't fully know the, the, the background. I'm just like, yeah. I'm buying in. I've noticed the patterns <laughs> in my life. So I'm buying in. <laughs> everybody's so, like and like just <laughs> the thing about the gemini thing like yeah. i dated like seven of them in a row and they were all the same and i would even approach a lot of them and be like oh you're a gemini and they're like you don't believe in that stuff and then i'd be like 
Yeah, I shouldn't. I mean, it's yeah, like you're silly, right. right? You're right. And then I, and then the same shit happened. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what are I know Gemini, it sounds silly. What, right, right. What are the what are the negative traits of a Gemini that have 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 thwarted you in the past? Yes, they're um, well, they're the and I will say like I've had friends that are Gemini's and that I can deal with a little bit more. It's just dating, but uh, they're the twins, so they're kind of. Um, Either they're two-faced or they're just like one thing on one day and then a complete other person on the other. So okay. for me, in my experience, what I noticed the trend to be in all of these Geminis that I dated is that they're very like, they're obsessed with you, you know, like, oh my God, when are we? And then they're like super like flaky nonchalant and they're upset. So it's just like this like two-faced person. Oh, so they person. would just blow, just blow, they literally just blow hot and cold. Yes. And, and you never knew what was going to, what exactly. was coming. Yeah. And so a little more consistency. Yes. So would be great. Exactly. Um, and I just don't play like that. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to yeah. try to convince you to date and <laughs> What's whatever January bullshit. What's January 29th? Do you know what that is? That is uh, Aquarius. Aquarius. Okay. Wow. Yes, yeah, a beautiful that? song. That's my yes. husband. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't know what, uh, that's a water thing. Is that a water thing? Aquarius? No, that he's an air. Everybody, a lot of people think Aquarius is, is water, but he's air. And what is um, cancer? Is cancer? Cancer's water. We're water? Okay. Yeah. Air and water. Okay. So I feel like they're like, actually, that was my, my mom's a cancer. My dad was an Aquarius. Okay. They did not get along though. So not the best example. It did, um, it did not work forever. Yeah. Uh, though, as my brother Phil likes to say about his failed marriage, he said, was 17 years pretty good. We had like a pretty good 14 year marriage. And, and I said, <laughs> that's what a pretty would, good. And he said, yeah, the last three years were a little dodgy. And I said, what, uh, what would you think your, uh, your wife would have said to that? It's my sister-in-law. And he goes, uh, probably a good 11 year marriage. And uh, <laughs> so he is aware that he was not entirely there for her. That's interesting. So, yes. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know much about Aquarians, except that one of the big things is like they're very much idea people. I've heard like they're oh. they have like a lot of ideas, and sometimes they have trouble um, manifesting them or like going past the idea. Oh, okay, um, like a procrastination problem of some sort, or just like a lack of uh, either that or like kind of you know having a lot of different interests, so like not focusing on one or like uh, not knowing how to really get get to the next step that's just like a common thing that i've noticed or that i've heard about aquarians right right it's uh yeah what are the most we're we're pushing an hour here so let's get to the positive the positive things about 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 all the signs like it's kind of what what do you think people could get out of i mean i've read the the horoscopes and they're Mm -hmm. usually just a tiny pep talk or a tiny warning right Mm -hmm. yeah like i I mean, and I don't even fully like read daily horoscopes or anything like that. I just kind of know some qualities of the signs. And then I, um, you know, so like, and I would even clump them almost by their element. This is so woo-woo. I love it. What's their um, element? Well, so like if it's water, air, fire, or earth. Okay. So like water signs tend to be the more emotional ones. We're like more creative, a little bit more sensitive, which is why I, you know, you kind of, we all kind of tend to get along because we, we really respect each other's feelings and like, you know, we're very that. Um, air signs can be a little bit more flighty, um, but they're also like very flexible, go with the flow kind of um, people. They tend to be the ones that like get along with the most people, you know, oh, okay. are easily fluctuate easily. Um, earth signs are very grounded, down to earth, loyal, 
um, okay. count on them. And then Hufflepuff. fire signs are, yes. <laughs> and then fire signs are very like attention, you know, charismatic, um, okay. kind of loud. And what's all that. the one after us? What's the one after cancer? On this, Leo. On the, Leo. So it would be oh, fire. that's right. Yeah. So we're fire. kind of water and fire. Yeah. Water. Yeah. Cause I was trying to think, cause kill Martin, if it's the 23rd, she's really pushing it. Yeah. And, uh, that's what and I was so, saying. I was like, I think she might be a Leo or she's like literally the day before. Depend. Yeah. I forget what the cutoff is. Yeah. That's and, interesting. Um, she's that hilarious is, too. She is hilarious. She's good people to it. Very supportive. Yeah. Except for when she's riffing and then she is brutal. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> that's a good friend to have, though. I like that. <laughs> it's good times. It's good times. So, yes. um, yeah. So, by the way, I am talking with uh, Sophia Zolan and it's at Sophia Zolan on Instagram. She has two shows. One's the live stream show, the shout out show on Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, mm-hmm. So how what, do they go to Dynasty Typewriter? dot the shout out show it's a uh, dynasty typewriter.com slash sos oh sos oh shout mm-hmm. out show and then on instagram it's sozo variety show and these are once a week once a month i forget once a month so the um uh, shout out show is the first thursday of the month uh mm-hmm. it's a youtube live stream and uh it's at five o'clock pacific um, and you can find that on my Instagram at Sophia Zolan or dynastytypewriter.com slash SOS. Uh, and then the Sozo Variety Show, it is the 20th of every month at seven o'clock Pacific, um, on my Instagram. And we've had like, I try to like vary up between comedians and then we've had like, um, drag queens, musicians, pole dancers, fire eaters. So it's just like a fun time. That's awesome. Variety yeah. show wise. It's yeah. full on variety show. Yeah. All right. Well, it's uh thank you so much for being on the dork for us. This was thank you for uh, having me. I kind of wish I could push it forward and just put it up in October, but I think, um, that's more work than I wanted. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no wow, worries. out loud. Rangers, you heard it here first. Me being a jackass. Uh, so. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> uh, I anyway, want to, but I'm not going to. So anyway. I'm um... not going to because it sounds like a lot of work. And Patrick Brady would have to change the order and the numbers. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> thank you so much for doing the show. Uh, Sophia Zolan is uh, available all, all over the place. Find the shows. Find uh, the comic. She's great. Uh, and Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?